0: Let's learn from the ones that make us beautiful They help us regain our wonderful Giving us products that make us say to you Welcome to the good life Yeah, this is so powerful Sit down, relax and take notes What you eat today will be your fish-ups
1: A wake-up call to all your dead dreams Listen up now and say bye to your evil days
0: Hi everyone, welcome to another beautiful episode of Beauty Care Pod. I am here with my co-host Fola and today is very exciting. We have Deidre here with us. She has a very unique story and we are happy that we are able to ever share it on the Beauty Care Pod. As you know, we always look around for the top beauty professionals in the industry. And we are always excited when we have another person to come share their story on our podcast so Deidre how are you doing today? <laughs> I am doing great thank you. Awesome please introduce yourself to our listeners. My name is Deidre
2: Michelson I live in a uh, small town in the county of San Diego in California. I have a husband and a couple of kids that are grown two boys that are grown. I really have an all-around terrific life.
0: Wow, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. So, um, what was it like growing up? We specifically asked this question about what it was like growing up because a lot of times that is the easiest way for people to find similarities between themselves and the professional we have on set. So, in terms of like, form connections, make them understand, oh, I think I have a similar upbringing to this person. So, we usually, usually love it if you can share as much detail as you can share with us.
2: All right. Okay. Growing up. So I've always lived in Southern California. Um, I grew up primarily in a town called Riverside and in a town called Seal Beach. So I had kind of the opportunity of living both in a very desert dry community in Riverside and living just a block or so from the beach. Which really gave me a love for the ocean. The town I live in now, climate-wise, is similar to Riverside, but um, I'm about 20 minutes from the beach, so it's it's kind of the best of both worlds. Um, I'm growing up, um, gosh, I grew up with mom and a stepdad primarily, who is just the nicest, most wonderful man ever. Um, just so fortunate to have had him and for a time we also lived with my grandparents so it having kind of a multi-generational household I think really brought a lot to my life Uh, my grandmother and I had a really close relationship um, and I got to have her until she was 103 years old so I hope to be able to do the same thing longevity in my family and uh Know my great grandkids, um, like she got to know hers. Wow,
0: beautiful! Did you say 103 years old? I did
2: say 103 years old. Wow! I know. Wow, right? that's, <laughs> that's crazy! <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. And she was it's lucid beautiful. and active until the end. And I also hope that I have that same experience.
0: Wow! 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 That's beautiful. That's such a beautiful experience. Wow. So, the next question we have for you, Dijah, is. Uh, we were checking your website and we noticed that you have a very select number of products that you carry, also a select number of um, devices that you use. We would like for you to share with us how you go about your um, process of selecting products and devices that you use in your practice.
2: All right. Well, that's a good question. So. Um... It's funny, my dad is a photographer and when I was opening this business, he said, you need to have three levels of products. He was sharing his experience. He's self-employed portrait photographer, said I always make sure I give my clients three price options and they almost always go for either the middle or the high, they rarely go for the low because they don't want to have your least quality product. So I kept that in mind. And when I was bringing products in, I didn't want my clients to feel overwhelmed um, with product choices, but I wanted to have some good options. On my website, there's um, a brand or a product line that I have not added yet, which is an acne care line. I wanted also to make sure that not only do they have options, but they had a price point that was going to be reasonable for the wallet. I um, always hated the experience of getting a facial and, you know, wanting to be sold five hundred dollars worth of products afterwards. It just always felt like such a getting a facial was going to be kind of a great experience until you got to the end, and then there was this hard sell for very high-priced products. And I wanted to make sure my clients never felt that way. That they felt that um, quality, but Reasonably priced skincare was easily accessible to them.
1: Wow, I know that was mind blowing. So, how did you create your price and scale for your services? Oh, good. go, oh, gosh, that's a good question.
2: Okay, so it's really more of if you want to just do basic skincare. Here are your three products or four products, and this will let you take much better good, much better care of your skin than if you were to get something at um, the grocery store, but it's not going to hit you as hard in the wallet as going to a department store or a high-end salon. But if you want to level up your skincare a little bit, here are some serums we can add in. Here are some other products that we can do that will bring you to more intense care of your skin and still not completely break the bank still have a reasonable a reasonable um, checkout ticket at the end. And then adding to that, I've recently started a private label line that isn't on my uh, website at all yet. So um, that's been really fun as far as product goes. And these products will end up being my higher tier products mm-hmm. price-wise. Um, but just banking on the <clears throat> fact that my clients now know me and trust me and recognize that I'm not going to um, steer them down a
0: wrong road. Wow, awesome, awesome. I mean, one of the most important t- parts of um, building a business is to definitely build trust, the the red- relationship with the client and, I mean, have a reasonable community that is ready to always vouch for you. Apparently, you've been able to do that so far. So far. And we'll still come back <laughs> to ask questions about your private label life because we are always interested to, you know, discuss about the lines of the professionals I will bring on board so could you please tell us about
1: your lash extension experience what was it like absolutely so I
2: started doing lash extension it's kind of a funny story it was um before I had gotten back into I was first exposed to them before I'd gotten back into the beauty business I got my license as an esthetician in this is going to age me in 1984 um and i know right <laughs> um and i used it for a while then and then i got out of the business but always kept my license current um and in 2010 i was getting my nails done at by my usual manicures and i looked at her eyes and i asked her well, you know what's different about your eyes today and she said oh i got lash extensions like what are la- what are lash extensions I mean again this is before I was back into the business I was yeah. a stay at home mom I you know I got my nails done and I got my hair done but that was about it and um, I was just getting ready to go on a girls vacation to Hawaii I thought I need to get lash extensions before I go so I did got them I thought they were the best thing in the whole world. I came home and I told my husband, I am going to find a class and learn how to do this because I think this is just amazing. You can get up in the morning and, you know, no mascara. You look good. You look right, right out of bed. So I did. I found a class and this was kind of in the beginning of the popularity of lash extensions in California on the West Coast. The process was so different at the time. I took my class, I practiced on all my friends. My first lash sets took me like four hours and they were horrible. Uh, it's it's definitely something that takes just a lot of practice. But practice, practice, a friend of mine who uh, is, uh, this is kind of funny, she's a chiropractor, but she was uh, opened a beauty end of her chiropractic business, decided to run a Groupon for lash extensions. And at that time, they they were uh, marketed as a small set of extensions, which is 40 lashes, a medium set, which is 60 lashes, and a, a large set, which is 80 lashes. So we actually counted the individual extensions that we put on each eye to fulfill, mm-hmm. whether it's small, medium or large. It's kind of crazy. So I worked for her for a little bit. And at that time in California, you didn't need an esthetician's license uh, to do latch extensions. So, you know, kind of... Anybody and everybody was doing it and I am grateful always that I had my license and was able to add that Professional step so after getting a lot of practice working with her for uh, just under a year I decided whole beauty business again. I, I just love it so much So the same salon that I get my nails done out for 20 years um, their esthetician was um, moving and so I started renting a room there and the rest is history, but Lash oh. Extensions has been a great, great core business for me. Mm-hmm. Those clients are beautiful, they're loyal, they don't want to miss their appointment at all. So it, it has been a really great um, core business and that industry has changed so much since so then. So much,
0: yeah. The old-duty industry has changed so much. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean you, you got your last your aesthetics license at 1984. I was not born in 1984.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, don't make me feel old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, it's crazy. Let's even share <laughs>
0: back. You got your aesthetics license in 1984 and yeah. you started practicing again after you had fallen back in love with aesthetics and then you have done lash extensions for a while. Give us a brief story about your aesthetics journey also why you went to aesthetic school in the first place why you came back and then what has changed between the space of when you first got your esthetics license and right now
2: oh my gosh okay so um when i got my license when i was uh 22 so my girlfriend and I used to work together for an agency in LA and we did uh, department store makeovers. So if you, you know, went into the department store and you went to the Shiseido counter, they had a guest makeup artist that day. That was us. Um, and California changed their laws to say that if you didn't work directly for the cosmetic line or the department store, you needed to have your aesthetics license. So my girlfriend, Dee, and I went to aesthetic school. Like, sure, why not? Um, And our program was just the two of us. And our instructor had never taught aesthetics before. She was going directly out of the book. I mean, it was was very much just, we're going to figure out together how to have you pass state board. It was not a, I see what girls get today and and men get today in aesthetic school and the experience Mm -hmm. is vastly different, Um, which I'm glad because that was definitely not an education. Mm -hmm. So we went, we got our license and we went back to um, working on in department stores and doing makeovers. I did weddings, I did uh, photo shoots, things like that, Mm -hmm. but at that time. I would have had to move out of Riverside and have a very different life to really make that a, a career that made me enough money. So I ended up getting out of it at the time and went into the mortgage business. That was very, very different. Okay. When I got my lash extensions to go on my trip, that was my trigger um, for getting back into the business. My boys were in middle school and high school. They were getting older. They didn't need me as much. At home, um, you know, a lot of uh, women in my position that hadn't uh, worked outside the house for a while, you know, would sell real estate or or work in a boutique or something like that. Neither one of those interested me at all. This getting back in the beauty business really was such a great transition for me, it, having something to really focus on and and throw my heart and time into. Um, it it was it was great, and it was perfect timing to come back. So. This month actually is my 10 year anniversary of being back in this business.
1: Okay. Now what prompted you to start your private label line? <laughs> Excellent question. So I recognize that
2: I will, will say I carry two and a half lines. I carry two full lines and then select products from a third line and then serums. So I recognize that I was, always selling a cleanser from this one line because I liked it better than the cleansers available from the other lines. I was selling a scrub from this line and moisturizers from two different lines. I just felt like I was piecemealing the products that I really, really loved. And I thought, this doesn't really make sense. Why don't I create a line that has everything I really love in it and be able to offer that and have I know it sounds kind of silly, but have my client's counter be able to look consistent with their product line, all of one line, everything looking aesthetically pleasing on their counter, as well as being my favorite products. And the the um, private label journey is definitely one that requires a lot of patience.
0: Wow, 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 beautiful stuff. So um, for a start, how many, um... Products
2: products do you have and are you looking to add some more products in the future? So um, for now I've got, okay now I have to like think and count. I started off with thinking, um, wanting to bring in things that were um, areas that my clients who were similar in age to me um, okay. are, are really concerned about. So my, my first direction was something for lips, something for neck, something for eyes. Those were my three oh, awesome. three beginning products: lips, neck, and eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Those mm-hmm. so much easier and so much faster than I ever expected. I, I have to say, I was really, wow. really nervous about bringing in wow. a private wow. label, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, you know, who who am I to say? Why should people trust that this product is the best? And I have been absolutely blown away with how much confidence my clients have in me. It, it it's been just really. Um, I don't know why I'm surprised, but I am. Three different moisturizers. I just this week brought in a vitamin A and a hydrating serum. I'm still looking for those that unicorn cleanser for um, dry skin. Um, but I'm just slowly adding as I fall in love with products. And the other thing I do is, when I have a product I think I might bring in, I um, sample it out to my clients when they come in for their facial. I I'll give them a little, a little sample that I create, saying, you know, I'm thinking Whoa. of bringing this cleanser. There's one right now I'm sampling. I'm thinking of bringing this cleanser in. I would really love it if you would try it and give me your feedback on it. And they really have had a fun time being part of that process. I think it really, that might be part of why it's gone as well as, I, I, I bring them in on the decision making. Not ultimately, obviously, but they feel like they're 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 part of the process and they're contributing, so they're a little more invested.
1: Wow, I was very much interested in that. Thank you for answering that really well. So, uh, will you be releasing the products to the general public, or are they just available to your clientele?
2: So, um, for right now, just to my clients, I will ultimately um, have them available on my website. My biggest hurdle. Um, with private labeling is figuring out a name for my products. My name, Deidre, is already trademarked for skincare. There's a soap opera actress in the United States um, who is named Deidre Hall, and she has a skincare line. Doggone it. Um, I have my initials are taken. You know, all of these easy names that you think about are already trademarked. and I, you know, I've gone back and forth. Do I really need to trade bargaining? What I don't want to have happen is put something on my website, create a whole brand and campaign around it and have somebody else say, oh no, you can't do that. I already have the money. So until I get that settled, they're just going to remain for my clients and I just have them called face Last love which is my business name um for now but i'm still looking for that perfect name that makes um people think of me and great skin
0: awesome 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 wow and we hope that that gets i mean sorted as soon as possible because you can't wait to see sharing your great <laughs> products with the whole world so the next question we want to ask also is about your facial services I don't know if that is what obtains but i notice you have just three fresh listed on your website
2: that is true so um i used to have more offerings and kind of going back to my okay. own experiences going to get a facial you know i don't know really yeah. what facial i need do i don't know do i need this chocolate facial do i need this super deep pore mm-hmm. cleansing face I don't really know what I need I'm leaving it up to the professional and yeah. you know kind of I dialed things back with that in mind hoping that when somebody comes in they will let me drive um, they will they will let me tell them yeah. what they need we agree on um, you know a time frame and a price when they come in and then from there everything is up to me they tell me you know what they like within a massage that's one of the questions within a massage, within a facial. Um, that's one of the questions I always ask, you know, have you had a facial before? And if so, what was your favorite part? Was there anything you didn't like? So I can get us started off on the right foot, a little, you know, partway into my business. Um, I learned that I need to be the driving factor within my room, not my client. I don't need my client to come in and say, I need, um this specific facial because it might not be the right one for them and it's my job to educate them with what is right what is going to benefit their skin what is going to be the best wow, thing awesome.
0: but basically does those the three facials you carry do they work for most skin conditions or if someone comes in skin condition say for example melasma you would have to craft a new service or custom facial for them to take care of their um, specific condition.
2: Right, so that is that is exactly it. Leaving that decision up to me is why I dialed it back to three facials. And it's really based on time. So when they come in, we go over their skin together. I let them know what services they need, what what products they need, what treatments will best benefit. Mm-hmm. After I find out from them what their goals are, what they're unhappy with about their skin, or if they just want to relax, you know. So that's why I put it as a custom facial,
1: because that's really what it is. Oh, wow. What an advice you can give to someone who's just starting aesthetic <laughs> school today, Yeah. Uh, looking back at the way things were when you started aesthetic school. Oh, gosh. Easy advice. Put your head down
2: and just get through it. Um, you know, you're going to have a bad instructor, Hey, that happens in life. You're not going to like your, some of your classmates. Hey, that happens in life. All you need to do is get through the number of hours, put your head down, stay in your lane. Don't cause a ruckus because most of your education is going to happen. Once you, once you're licensed, school is just to get you
0: licensed. Wow. That, that's, that's a really, really, really great advice. The fact that the real education actually starts after we've gotten licensed. And that also, I mean, gives me the courage, <laughs> based on what you've said, to <laughs> let, um, let people know that there's nothing after they've gotten the license, they've arrived. They're actually just getting started. That is so true. Awesome. <laughs> thank you very much, teacher I mean, you've been so interested. You've given us valuable insights. you open our eyes to a lot of things that we didn't know, and that is very, very valuable.
1: Okay, and that brings us to the last and final fun question we love to ask our guests on Beauty Care Pod. So, could you please tell us five things that people barely know about you? Because, oh my goodness, you're so awesome. We really, really enjoyed. Oh my gosh, okay,
2: that was, when you said that at the beginning of our talk today, Um, I thought, Oh my God, five things, this is tough. Um, so one, the thing that first popped into my head was that I took a glass blowing class because I am fascinated by glass art. I think it is so beautiful. And I took a my husband gave me for my birthday one year, a, a class on how to blow glass. And that was the instructor said, this is the extreme sport of the art world because it really is so cool. So amazing. But it's also a little scary. You're working with something that could burn you quite badly. Let's see in another fun fact in my young life, especially I had Many, many, many different jobs. One one time my husband asked me to add up all the jobs I'd ever had, including, you know, babysitting, house cleaning, blah, blah, blah. When I was, by the time I was 30 years old, I had had 25 jobs. He thought that was,
1: I know, he thought that was the funniest thing.
2: But, you know, I'm definitely um, somebody who recognizes if you don't like something that you're doing, you need to find something that you do love to do. You spend most of your day doing it. Find something you love. Um, fun facts. Five. Gosh, yeah. that's two. Really? Um, I am terrified wow. of heights. Absolutely terrified of heights. I will find, if I have to go over a, a, a bridge like on the freeway that's really high, I will find a way yeah. to work around that. <laughs> Get creative. Yeah. Wow. Um... Gosh, I love all animals. I don't think, actually, I I think that anybody who knows me probably knows that. That's not really a surprise. Um, I don't know. That's four facts.
0: Yeah, just want to go.
2: Oh my God. I can drive a stick shift. How about that? You can drive? The stick shift, a manual transmission. Wow, wow, man, okay. (laughs) So many people I know
0: can't yeah yeah i mean so many actually so
2: true (laughs) we made sure that both of our kids knew how to drive a stick ship like oh no if you ever get in trouble and you need to get out of someplace and your only option is to have a stick shift car
0: you got to do it (laughs) awesome 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 stuff wow thank you so much for you know time to share your journey with us to share your experience with us and to you know share valuable 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 advice Our listeners and with us, also, you know, learning never stops. We should not feel like maybe because we've gotten to a stage we have arrived. And also, beautifully said was the fact that we should not stick with something we don't like doing, we should find something we are passionate about because we'll be spending a lot of hours of our life doing that job. So, we should not be um, scared to try something new if we are not enjoying that which we were previously. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Deidre. I hope that next time we ask you to come, you'll be able to come share some time with us
2: again. I would love to. Thank you for this opportunity. It's been a fun morning. Yeah, thank you. So guys,
0: thank you for joining us on this care pod. We are super excited that you've been able to, you know, listen to Deidre talk about a lot of things. And if you are um, wondering, okay, I think I want to spy on her website. I want to see what she's doing. The link to that is in the show notes. If you want to chat with her, because you love her based on the stuff she has said and all you uh, are a growing esthetician and you just need to kick her brains you can send her a dm on instagram i know she's active there a link to that is also in the show notes and i'm sure if she has the chance she will definitely respond to your dms and if you are also like me and you are also curious about the progress line and you just you know, want to try it you can as well just go ahead and send a dm and ask i think i really want to try your program so i cannot get it i mean that's one of the advantages you have by listening to us on being careful. thank you guys i will see you with another super duper guest next week have fun bye